God We Evan. Uh, we are a podcast where uh, three friends force another friend, Evan. Hi. To listen to a band he doesn't want to listen to. Ween. It's a journey. It's wonderful. It's funny. And it's filled with great music. Except for the ween. <laughs> and the journey. <laughs> and the friends. So listen to it. Or oh. don't. That's what I wanted to do. Only on the Osiris Podcast Network. Dot com. <laughs> This is the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. Uh, I'm your host, Brian Saxon, with my co-host, Michael Shields. What's up, Mike? What is up? You ready, um, uh, ready to do this? Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, You're fresh off this. I'm fresh, man. I feel like I'm not fresh enough. I feel yeah. like I needed, like... Digested moments. I needed to digest it, because I watched it last night. Did uh, you go late? I went late. Yeah. I, I did, like, a 10.30 huge Lincoln Center IMAX screening... Uh, which was fucking baller. I love that. That's, yeah. that's one of the biggest um, movie screens on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah. Um, but it's a three-hour film. It probably doesn't even get off the ground until like 11. Yeah. Uh, we're talking all the, the previews and yeah. everything. Disney um, selling their goods. Oh, oh, we're talking about Avengers Endgame. The two, um, 2019 American superhero film based on the Marvel Comics superhero team, The Avengers, uh, is the sequel to 2012's The Avengers, 2015, 2015's Avengers Age of Ultron and 2018's Avengers Infinity War. Um, or is it technically a sequel of Avengers Age of Ultron? Because you would really group Infinity War and Endgame into one. Into one piece. Into one, one piece. piece. This yeah. would be a Kill Bill it's, Volume 1, Volume yeah, 2. Yeah, it is pretty much like Part 2 of uh, Infinity War. It's directed by Anthony and Joe Russo, written by Christopher... Uh, what is it, Marcus and Stephen McFeely? It's the 22nd film in the Marvel Universe. Endgame is the grand culmination of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, didn't really need that spiel. We all know what the yeah. Endgame is. I and mean, it's, 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 been, uh, it's, it's been doing well. It's, it, does, it does okay. It's, it's, uh, it's it had $1.2 billion dollar opening weekend. Wow. Uh, with a budget of $356 million 
and the single biggest day for a film ever making 156.7 million dollars what a day this weekend one day day. wow crushing it they're doing alright yeah Disney's alright Disney's alright Marvel's gonna be fine Marvel's definitely gonna be fine definitely I mean but this is the end of something of course Marvel moves on a lot of ways we'll get into the conclusion um you know we lost some characters um there's been changes I mean it's it's definitely a, a point in time um, that I think everyone's kind of feeling. This is, it is pretty momentous what they did here, and this is kind of like the celebration of this world they created over the last you know decade and over these twenty two um, films. But um, just to kind of get things going, what were your um, initial thoughts? I mean, were you were you touched? I know a lot of people you know found it an emotional ride. Uh, it's fun, obviously. What, yeah. What did you feel? I mean, obviously, um, for what it is, which is it's a it's a big budget Hollywood summer action blockbuster. Uh, I'm feeling it for that. I feel like at a certain point you got to let expectations go, yep. and you just got to take it for that. You can't take it too seriously because I do think that this movie takes itself pretty seriously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sometimes it works. Yeah. Other times it feels. I use the word, and I, look, I don't want to like shit talk this. I, I really liked it. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan of sure. it. Sure, but uh, I mean, if we are going to do like any criticisms, I do think that it it was uh, a little bloated. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, there could have been a lot of fat cut from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it takes itself pretty seriously. Uh, I mean, the first like hour mm-hmm. is uh, is a self help. Yeah, yeah. Group. I mean, even I, like even five years later, yeah. five years later, they're still like crying about what yeah, happened. Yeah. I, for I, I, I think they were trying to drive home a lot of the impact of what would be left. I, I did enjoy a lot of those uh, post snap moments because they did set us up for just how terrible that could be. I mean, right. and, um, I know you weren't a big fan of the leftovers. I was a huge, huge fan of the the final two seasons. But one thing. It, it really reminded me when we start the film starts out with Hawkeye kind of turning around and you know his family's not there um, when the disappearance occurred in the leftovers they showed so many of those moments where people just kind of turned around and they were gone and just that idea that it's gone like that is just so kind of crazy to me yeah they did um, you know uh, one of the things that was uh, kind of important and and set up through a snap moment is in the Ant-Man uh, and Wasp um, end credit scene, they uh, they showed you the snap moment that Ant-Man dealt with mm-hmm. and that he ended up, he was with, you know, the Michael Douglas character, um, uh, Pym, and, um, you know, I think the Wasp was there and they were working on uh, uh, an experiment that had him, it was the back of the van type thing, yeah. they were using that it's as the where he's, he's going into the quantum realm. He goes realm. into the quantum realm and he gets stuck there because they all snap away. Right. So that set that up. But, um, you know, you're right. They did, they, you know, they spent time in some focus groups, or the, the therapy group. You know, yeah. um, the guy who mentioned how um, he didn't realize how much he was going to miss the Mets. It's Joe Russo. It's Joe Russo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, Should no. That was a good, uh, he, he held his own. Yeah, I think he's acted before. I was looking it up today. He's done some acting before. Um... But, yeah, I think they were really trying to drive home. I was just like, 
the you know effects of something like that on uh, yeah I, I did I did find uh, but at, when it like cuts to five years later mm-hmm. which I think is like an effective was an effective storytelling tool yeah, tool I, I mean agree. they kill oh this is uh, spoilers. All day. Spoilers All for anyone listening. No one, no, um, no one would come across. So Thor, Thor kills Thanos. You gotta be careful in the world I talking did. about. Did you see the guy? There's a guy I think somewhere in, in China Asia who got, who got, his, who ass got his ass beat. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. <laughs> well, so I, I, so I told you I got. Uh, I had this movie spoiled for me. Was that real? Did it, it really was real. happen? It was really. So you were on a website. Real. I was on. Someone... I was reading an article on Vice. You got into on, the comments didn't on you? Facebook. Yeah. No, I was reading an article on Vice on Facebook uh-huh. that had nothing to fucking do with the Avengers, and what did he, what, someone I forget what even what it was about. Yeah. And uh, somebody posted a GIF uh, in the comments, and it was you know like sometimes the GIFs are just like playing, but other times you have to click on them mm. for the GIF to yeah, like yeah, start yeah, up. Yeah. So someone like posted a comment and it was like up, like high up. So it was like one of the first two yeah. and it was a girl in like Daisy Dukes or something. Uh-huh. And me being like a stereotypical male, <laughs> I was like, what's you that all about? Even like, help I'm like, I had to see what the gift was yeah. and I click on it. And then all of a sudden it just cuts to Tony Stark snapping his fingers with the with the glove on with and the, the glove on, rings. and then it just cuts to fucking. Who the fuck has a gift with that already? And then it fucking cuts to Thanos fucking disappearing, and it says, and it just said, "You've been spoiled." And it happens so fast that, that all kind of sudden, covers in the way you've been snapped, you've been spoiled. But that's dude, fucking and like, mad stuff. I had this like huge range of emotions within like the first like two minutes because you cannot see that thing. No. And uh, so a part of me was just like, yeah, maybe it's fake. And then the other part of me was like, that's probably that what just, happened. That just, that just happened. And then the other part of me was like, who the fuck is this kid Absolutely. that did I want to climb into my computer screen and take, them, take this um, dude out. Well, that's crazy. So I got, so I had it spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know. Did you I, lose yourself in the film when you're watching yeah, it? Yeah, you don't really like because, it. Because, I mean, first of all, what is Thanos going to fucking win again? Yeah. yeah you we know, know. We know, know they're going to win. They're like, going gonna, to bring this all back. They already lost. Yeah. Yeah. They, already lost. they already lost. It's just like Jon Snow is not going to die yeah. again. He yeah. already fucking died. Totally. They're not killing him again. And if they do, I, the, kudos. Kudos, yeah. Kudos if, you, if you're able to break that down. And that's why I took my um, daughter. She's a little young. She's, she can definitely handle this type of stuff, though. But one of the things I was talking to her about, she's just like, it's going to be... It's gonna be rough. I'm like, we've already done the rough part. You right. know, I mean, it's Endgame was the like yeah. really tough part, and like one of the things she, like many of us, you know, and Peter Parker is <laughs> trying to deal with his uh, disintegration. Right. I know you're a Thanos fan Dude, in some ways. Team Thanos so all day. That um, period of time post snap, I loved when they went to find him when he was just like farming. His armor's off. He's just like he's living, all stumbling around. He's, there, he's just living his Limping. life after. How cool was it? And I, I he's a mass murderer. He, he, he it wasn't his decision, right. but he was so true to that mission that he destroyed the stones afterwards. Yeah, he made you know he's just like they're like where are the stones? He's like no, this is yeah. this, this is what needed to happen. Yeah, and I thought that was you know anyone who thinks what he did was noble or just like his mission was noble to him. That's for certain. But I mm-hmm. thought that was really really cool to see. Um, 
him destroy the stones and not get caught up in the power of them, which is yeah. I also, I also call bullshit on that. Five years later, it was like still a decrepit, like apocalyptic wasteland. They had like that that uh, drone shot over City Field. I'm like, five years and and the parking yeah. lot of City Field is still like yeah. ravaged with cars. Pick, pick yourself up, people. It would have been it would have been really cool if it like was just like the utopia that yeah. Thanos yeah. had predicted. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. There was more resources now. Right. People like had more space yeah. to breathe. People are flourishing. You have people on like the 405 driving like yeah. like, like like not even upset. Right. Um, in that five year time lapse, though, we did um, a few things happened. Uh, Hulk uh, merged his mind and his body. Right. Which is, which, I mean, CGI-wise, kind of, wow. Yeah, it's kind of, that one was kind of weird. It and was also, totally you weird. never, you never really see throughout the movie Hulk like go full fucking Hulk. Yeah. You know, yeah. which is that was. I remember when like the first Avengers Hulk, the first came Hulk out. Smashes. Yeah. Um, that's like what you really want to see. Yeah. Like that's that's like a, that's like a full like mm-hmm. powerful force unleashed. Yeah. That they really weren't doing it with this one. He was great in the uh, great Thor Ragnarok. That's yeah, he was amazing. Good, that's great. Good, good, good. Uh, that's great. Good, Hulk, good, Hulk, Hulk. Hulk. good Thor too. Yeah. <laughs> some good, good, um, some good Thor there. Um, Iron Man and um, Potts have had a kid. Right. And that was a big change there. And that kind of, uh, you know. Captain America is a motivational speaker. He is. He is. He's, he's trying to heal the wounds of those around him. Um, Black Widow's still crying. Yeah. Um, she's still <laughs> upset. Uh, Hawkeye is straight up murdering bad guys. Yes. Yeah. He, I guess he's taken the Ronin identity. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah. He's not. He, he, he was broken. Yeah, absolutely. Broke. Well, I love that, like that opening sequence. That was great. Yeah, it was really, really well done. Really well done, and, yeah. and just it's you knew what was about to happen. You knew it was like a yeah post snap situation. But kind of one of those, kind of one of those moments when they don't have dramatic music playing at all. It's really silent. So when the camera, when he's running around, he's like he's calling his daughter's name, and yep. then the camera just kind of pans, and you see the. The, a little the, bit the, of the dust or just whatever. A little bit, not even yeah. But he doesn't know what it is. Yep. But we know what it is. Yep. I, there was just a huge like <gasps> from the from so, the audience. Yeah. that was really effective yeah. filmmaking for sure. Um, before we go any further, because uh, we're about to dive into where the the, the film uh, really gets going when they, when they decide to, you know, team up and, and and go get those stones. I just want to mention that we are a part of the Osiris Podcast Network. Osiris is a Family, a community of podcasts that bring you, uh, bring you face to face with some awesome live events. Um, you know, a lot of different content uh, across a lot of different medias. Um, and you can it, you can also follow Osiris on Os- at OsirisPod. OsirisPod.com. In the beginning of this, uh, the bumper that started the show was uh, just kind of an introduction to another Osiris Pod. That was the. The God Ween Evan team. It's a podcast about Ween. It's a fun journey. It's it's a way to get to know the band Ween and their four great comedians. Uh, their la- last um, episode, they decided to all just uh, uh, smoke a bunch of weed and uh, talk about weed songs. But you know, to us at Welcome to the Party, you know, that's just how doing a podcast. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, I don't understand. They made a whole. They, made, they, they decided had, to get super, super stoned. Yeah, yeah we, that's just recording a podcast. Yeah, we could just do that right <laughs> that's now. Just, that's just yeah. what happens with the Welcome to the Party team. Yeah, gets behind the mic. Uh, no, it's a really cool one, and they just Osiris uh, has a ton of different awesome podcasts. OsirisPod.com. Check it out. So, 
what happens now is they need to retrieve the stones, and and it, it was really fun to watch them. Uh, the time heist. The time heist. The time heist. Yeah. What, they, what they're doing is basically revisiting uh, a bunch of different scenes throughout the history of the MCU, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's the last decade, all, right. the, all the movies. So we got... And, and throwing homages to all the great time travel movies. Yeah. I mean, they were... Or knocking them. <laughs> yeah. Back to the Future. Yeah. I like that they threw Time Cop in there. Yes. Time Cop is a gem yep. of time travel movies. Yep. Well, let's talk about that for a second, because the time situation was a little bit different here. They tried to... They took a different approach. It was not a situation... Uh, there's no time loops. It's not a situation where you go, you can go back in time and affect the future. Right. That's not the game they were playing. It was not the usual thing. So essentially, uh, when the Avengers, Avengers travel to the past, they are either, one, traveling to an alternate universe uh, universe past that is so similar as to be broadly indis- indistinguishable to them, or two, traveling to their own universe's past but creating... An alternate. This is what I believe. Alternate timeline, uh, moving forward by inserting themselves which, into it in that way. Which is one of the plot lines in Back to the Future Two, actually. Ah. When she's when uh, what's her name from Doctor Strange? Mm-hmm. Uh, when she's explaining the Hulk, yeah, the different the, trajectories yeah. of time. Yeah. That's one of the things that uh, that the Doc is that Doc is explaining to Marty. Mm-hmm. It, when call, he right? go when he goes back into time in 1985 mm-hmm. in Back to the Future Two, mm-hmm. and it's a different it's a it's like a parallel universe. Yep. It's because at one point in time, it shifted off and broke into that. The almanac was taken, mm-hmm. and it the 1985 that he knew like started a different path from yep. the one that was created. Yeah. So I think this that's what uh, they were kind of getting across in this as well. Yep. That like they were a little more similar than they even. Um, let on when yeah. it comes to the rules of uh, part two. Yeah, they, so but the Avengers are are able to return to their own version of the pr- present because they're using the quantum realm to f- facilitate their time travel uh, antics. The, um, the realm allows them to travel through both time and space, and so when they return to their own uh, time, it's it's their own present rather than altered mm. present. So that's that's. Kind of uh, what they did. So they, they played a little loose with these yeah. rules. I mean, sure. Tony and figured it out in yeah. uh, a pretty quick, like, five seconds. His, his uh, GPS? Yeah, his GPS whatever like, he did with Jarvis. He's, he's, I got this, He yeah. switched something around, yeah. and then he figured he figured out time travel. Yeah, it was, um, it was cool to see him struggle with that a little bit, because, I mean, the... You know, Iron Man is clearly, I mean, with Cap, too, but clearly at the heart of this film and his journey... Uh, you know him, him finding some sort of uh, catharsis and fatherhood, and, and and trying to you know balance that between coming back and and trying to you know save those he's worked with and loved, and save you know right. all those that were lost. That was that was intense. He's a, he's also I mean outside of the actual characters in the story, he's the beginning of the whole thing. To I mean this one's the twenty second Marvel. Mm-hmm. Film. I mean, it started with kicked Iron Man. Iron Man one. No, actually, it kicked off with Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah, we cannot um, leave Howard out of this. Which, which Guardians of the Galaxy made the reference to in the in their post. They did credits. Yeah, absolutely. Which I didn't get that at first. I was yeah. like, because yeah, I've seen Howard. Howard the Duck. Yeah. 
I didn't realize that it was a Marvel Marvel thing. Yep, totally. Um, Before Blade. uh, Did you stick around for the end credits? Uh, You mean after after? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I heard there was none. There was none. Yeah, oh. so you knew in advance. I knew there. Yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. everyone at the theater, I was, I was like, oh. Shout out, to, shout out to uh, our boy Jonathan because uh, oh, Jonathan, we were yeah. all we were all ready to leave, and yeah. he was just like, there is none. And I'm like, I trust you, nerd. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he does. He yeah. knows. Um, no, he, there was, uh, and I didn't pick this up at the time. There's a sound at the end um, of the end credits because I was sitting there, and it's kind of like this clinking or something. What it is is they have the noise of Iron Man making his first suit just kind of playing right at the end when the thing goes. So it's another nod to Iron Man. They, he's Copy. Really, but he's not really, not teasing. Not teasing nothing. No, huh. no, 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 no. It was, it was it, the, the, the audible gasp. Because there's a long, there's a lot of people working on this thing. We're just all yeah. sitting there. It's a long movie. The audible gasp and there's like nothing in the in the theater when I saw it. It was, yeah. <laughs> we were all. Um, so, to kind of go back to it, they they go to get the stones. They travel to what what is the end of Avengers One in New York. There's a visit with the Ancient One um, from Doctor Strange because yeah. uh, you know Doctor Strange isn't even Doctor Strange yet, right? Um, but she still knows that because she sees beyond time and space. She's, she's the Ancient One. She does all that shit. She um, there's uh, they go to the Shield headquarters in 1970, which is you know real big because you know. I like that because Cap and Iron are team, team, teaming up a little bit, which is always touching. I, I actually, I, I actually did. Uh, I mean, what I was talking about before about trimming the fat. There is a lot of things that I feel like they could have left out, mm. and I'm sure to maybe kind of like the adolescent viewer, there were moments that they could have gotten rid of. But like that scene with the uh, with. Um, Tony and his father. I fucking loved it. I absolutely loved it. I was, um, I just, like, my notes here are big exclamation points around it. I think that's where, I mean, I was getting hit, uh, affected emotionally probably the yeah. most because, like, just having that opportunity and, you know, I had the feeling that um, Iron Man was going, was the one going out and, I mean, you know, whatever. I just, yeah. I, just, I, 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 it just seemed right. It seemed like he was the call, but, him having what I already viewed as like a, like some final moments like to reconcile with his father and yeah I just was overthinking it a whole lot and I love Slattery playing him and and you know you even got a shot of um Hank Pym back there with you know they grabbed some Pym particles that are named after that I just loved that going back to the Shield headquarters of the days it was yeah. kind of like a great revisit and then Thor and Rabbit they go to um Asgard. Right, which is fun. Fat, fat Thor, fat dude. Fat Thor, Thor's the best. <laughs> yeah, I um, I'm surprised at they kept that gag going. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought tie I thought for sure they were going to do no a cheesy doubt. Ragnarok style training montage yeah. <laughs> where they just kind of like he gets like ripped like really quickly. Fat Thor remained true to Fat he Thor did. the entire time, and he time. still fucked shit up. Yeah, exactly. He actually when it was looked ta- more at times like when towards the end when he had his beard kind of like um, um, what's it called when you tie it up like, like dreaded, dreaded. What he looked like. What I would say is, you know, a lot of like the more Viking looking yeah. Thor type images yeah. that that some of the comic books, especially were as you got older, if you were a Viking, if yeah. you had survived that long, yeah. you're probably drinking a lot of mead. Wow. You were eating, mm-hmm. just doing a lot of raping and pillaging. They, uh, they celebrate when they when yeah. they post uh, post raping and pillaging. And um, 
but he had his old hammer back there. Uh, the time with his mom was real cool. <laughs> the future hasn't been kind right. to you. Um, what, so Black Widow and... Oh, I, I um, that part with Rene Russo, I was uh, in a bathroom break. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah she's, she said... She, so she, I came she, back She looks at him, she's like, he's like, how do you know? And she's like, yeah, she's a, she was a witch, and... So of course. Oh wait, I did see that yeah, part. Yeah, and she yeah, she tells yeah. him that the future hasn't been kind to him, but she it was loving. It was it was and it was kind of cute because like glorious, hilarious, and so Black Widow and Hawkeye they travel to Vomer, um, where the Red Skull is. That's where the Soul Stone is. Yeah. Um, so so that so this sequence, I had issues with. Um, Vormir. Uh, you can actually pick that apart if you are to uh, get in. Uh, is it the time situation? No, no, no. We. Okay. I mean, we don't need to. I don't. I don't want to harp on that too much. Yeah. I, this they, they this one. Play. I'm just. I'm just talking from like a narrative, like storytelling position. Like, uh, so in Infinity War, one of the best scenes in Infinity War is when I think when Thanos kills Gamora. Uh, kills Gamora yeah. uh, for the Soul Stone. Yeah. Um, then they set that like we've already been affected by that we already know what goes down as soon as they show up again we know that they're going to have to go through that ritual again yeah. and then they it, it gets dragged out I don't know yeah. man I just felt like it was repetitive. I feel like we've been here before, and then they really dragged out who's it going to be yeah um, yeah, they were really trying to their 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 relationship i I, I think didn't hit as hard throughout the whole um, um, you know series of, of movies as as the filmmakers were going for I mean right. because they were always like joking like this is us being back in wherever Russia or whatever like, right. fighting, and, like their bond I don't think it necessarily affected people that as deep as they would have liked it for that scene that you're talking about to really, really hit yeah. home. I mean, it, it had to happen. They had to get the Soul Stone. They definitely cared about each other, so it made sense. But yeah, yeah, it didn't. Yeah. Wasn't, you know, wasn't one of my big takeaways by any means. Yeah. Um, um, I just think it's a testament to uh, how good Infinity War is. Mm. Um, Cause I do like after watching this one, and I'll watch it again, I, I feel like I was affected. Mm, I, I was more impacted by by Infinity War than I was by Endgame. Uh, I, I believe I was too. Yeah, I, I'm satisfied with the whole thing. Me too. Yeah, I mean, I did definitely. But I like Infinity War was just crazy. Yeah, and and, and and that does happen with like something. You know, this is this was cleaning up the the you know putting together the pieces of just that masterpiece. Yeah, you know? and so that there's there's a lot of high I. You know, I'm 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 really curious how I take to it as time moves on. I mean, there's a lot of build up, there's a lot of hype, there's like a lot I was thinking about how can they do this, how can they you know, like it's there's a lot of preconceptions going into right. this. Right. hundred percent. Um and I think you'll have to take a step back and like rewatch it. Yeah. Uh obviously. One of my things was uh one of my comments on it was that for about an hour, at least an hour into this movie, mm. maybe even an hour and a half, uh, it was kind of. I mean, time didn't really like go by the same way that mm. that it does in a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, maybe even an hour and a half. The your protagonists are working towards a goal, mm. but there is no pushback from the antagonist yet. Mm-hmm. It isn't until like super far into the movie when Thanos actually. Yeah. 
the Thanos in 2014. Yeah, yeah, that's gets, right. Gets, catches, like, gets wind of... Wind of that. So that's when, that's exactly where uh, we were going when I was just going, walking through all those time travel uh, situations. That's when Nebula and Rhodes travel to what is the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy 1, uh, and that's when Thanos gets back in the mix. Right. And, um... I guess, you know, it's Nebula's cybernetic implants interface with her 2014 self. And right. so she's kind of, you know, I remember saying in the first um, Infinity War uh, podcast episode we did that Nebula was going to be a huge part of it. I didn't know in this way, because um, in the comic books, that is the the Infinity Gauntlet series. Um, it's different how she's such a key part, but... Um, she was so critical to to yeah. bringing Thanos back into the mix and, and but, um, but I felt like when Thanos kind of comes into it, that's when he realized like that's out. when I was like, oh, here yeah. we go. Yeah, and that's that's I think that's a testament to how great of a villain he is. Yeah, he's he he's amazing. He's the best part of Infinity War, and I still think he's like the best part of Endgame. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted him on screen mm. as much as possible yeah. and every time he is he's just he's got so much charisma yeah and so much he's a character. heady villain man he's big really, time he's like for being like just like a big thick unstoppable meathead he's a heady villain yeah like, he's, he's mad really, smart really thoughtful but you know so they get the stones you know eventually they build the new gauntlet uh, which Hulk is able to use and and then the team um Unites for that epic uh, final battle, you yeah. know, and so it's. I mean, it's. I guess in that it th- that was a cool moment though when they all when they all start appearing like it's, yeah it gets it that's where I f- I mean the the great moments in that like final in the whole final battle I mean the Iron Man Thor Cap mm-hmm. fight against Thanos mm-hmm. that shit is just that's yeah really like fun yeah. action filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, I think when they start bringing everyone in, it starts getting like... And that's when I noticed like the crowd was like starting to cheer more. Yeah. They just oh, yeah. start seeing all yeah. these people that they haven't yeah. seen. And it just starts to get like... It almost feels like it's laborious yeah. for the filmmakers. It's just like, all right, here's where we gotta like... Well, that's put, what I've Here's where we gotta been, put in Scarlet Witch. But I've always been in. so impressed on... You know, because there's so many superheroes in this thing and yeah. and you, even in the first Avengers when it wasn't this many I was just I was kind of so in awe like of how they balanced screen time and like how they like found a way to get them all in this together and there was no way you know that you could do it in this one there's just too many it's grown yeah. too much and so I, I think I was one of the ones sharing it's, it's a lot of fun to see the gang get up and crew up and, and fight it I, I get what you mean they're Definitely, yeah. there's a challenge as a filmmaker. Yeah. He said, like, what's the screen time? How much does Captain Marvel get? I mean, yeah. I actually thought she was going to be a way bigger piece of it. I think she's when, too I think she's too powerful for them to be like, yo, let's just have her in every scene. Cause she's yeah, because like, she just fucking fuck take over. Up. Fuck up. Yeah. So, yeah, her big biggest role in this was um, saving Iron Man in the beginning and then coming through and taking out that... that uh, taking out the Thor ship. Thor's ship at yeah. the end. That or, or Thanos' nasty. ship, yeah. yeah. The, the Thor's, I said Thor's, Thanos' ship at the end. Uh, uh, and one of the things nasty. that... Nasty. One of the things that happens, she pulls the she pulls the gauntlet off of his hand. Yeah. And that's when he rips one of the stones out. Yeah. 
Uh, what's the purple stone? Is that the... That's the reality stone, I believe, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, but he uses that against her. That's when I got, uh, like, I, I got really amped. Yeah. Because one of my favorite things in Infinity War was him using the individual stones in combat. Yeah. Not, like, all five of them Especially in reality, when he makes, um, yeah. when he makes Drax, like, kind of cube apart. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, the one with the antlers. Who or when, or when they joke. land, or when they land on Titan, when he lands on Titan, and he's like explaining to Doctor Strange what Titan used to be like, yeah. and he just like he like pulls his fist yeah. down, and the whole like yeah. background changes. So yeah, so that, I thought there was going to be more stuff like that. I also thought that there was going to be more, uh, more shit with him and Doctor Strange once Strange came back. Yep. That was th- those. Those kind of fights in the in Infinity War mm-hmm. were I was really impressed by. Yeah, yeah. Like after Infinity War, I was just like, damn, I didn't realize how much I dug Doctor Strange. I like love he's it. a I fucking love badass. Love Doctor Strange. I, I, I love the first one. I hope I actually hope we see more. Doctor I believe Strange they are doing a, are they? a sequel. Yeah, that is yeah. welcome. Welcome. I'm news. not. I don't quote me on that. Um, in that fight scene, a couple things happened that 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 are super of note. Spider Man. Uh, when Peter Parker, just another moment that like uh, Peter Parker and and, and and Tony's relationship that that was forged in Homecoming and, and, and shined in Infinity War, it really humanized uh, Tony Stark. Yeah, like he was already starting to you know win a lot of people over, and he got to know him and realize he's as arrogant as he is, he's not a bad guy, and he's really you know he's doing more to help than hurt. You know, right. he could. Because, I mean, he's a rich dick to start out the whole thing. And, right. And, but, like, the Peter Parker and him and Spider-Man's relationship, that father-son thing that they had, it really humanized him, really. Like, when he, when Peter's coming up and he's like, yo, it's like, you wouldn't believe what happened. And he's just like, shut up, man. Like, I just need to hold you for a second. Like, yeah. I mean, that was just, I thought that was absolutely beautiful. Um, another thing is uh, Cap and Thor's hammer, which was, which was an interesting... Um, Captain America in a lot of the comic books. This is—it's not a surprise to anyone who follows the comics that that the hammer yeah. was going his way. It was actually um, something that was in Age of Ultron. Uh, it was foreshadowed because they were—they do a contest where they're trying to all pick up Thor's hammer, and for a second, when Captain America is messing with the hammer, it kind of budges a little bit, but mm-hmm. he doesn't really notice. Thor kind of looks at him, but so Thor is the one who yells, "You know, I knew it!" and like, you know. It uh, it you know he was worthy. He yeah. was worthy of it, which is which which was a lot. And it was a lot of fun to see him use it. Yeah, you know, and and so yeah, Thor actually got the old hammer back when he went back to As Asgard. So he had the double. Right. You know, he had the. the he got the big. He got the bigger. Yeah. Bigger axe hammer. Oh, he got the Groot. Yeah. The Groot, Groot handle one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that um, Peter Dinklage made for him. Yep. Because I don't know that character's name. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. Our nerd only goes so far. Right, right, point. right. Um, I really love that. I would be watching the Infinity Stone. I love that whole idea of them for like using a star to form forge a <laughs> yeah. thing. That's so, so, so dope. Um, and then what was Thanos's double bladed sword that he was using? Because oh, that yeah. thing was that fucking thing was righteous, man. That, thing was that broke Captain America's shield. Yep. Yeah, it was shattering the shield yeah. as he was beating it to pieces. Um, yeah. So I did, I did like that moment too when like Captain America is defeated 
And, like, yeah. the, the whole army's coming down, and mm-hmm. Thanos is telling him how he's just going to, like, mm-hmm. decimate the entire population of the planet, and he's going to have fun doing it. And, oh, uh, yeah. That, that, yeah he's, changed, he's changed his tune. Yeah. He changed his mission. And yeah. Like, and, and I... Realized I, he was I, wrong leaving the people. Oh, that's a deep, fun thing to talk about, actually. He was, like, he's, he didn't realize how the people... And that actually goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning, and the despair... And how they did not move on. He didn't realize that the people giving this opportunity to live life, um, you know, without concerns of resources, without, you know, given this whole world in front of you. Right. He didn't realize that the despair would just be too much. He's like, these these, yeah. these people can't move past this and that's yeah. their fault. And I need to create, you know, from it, the bottom up. Yeah. So that's interesting. Was he talking about just for that planet or for the whole universe? I thought, I thought he was talking about the whole universe. Yeah. I think no one could pick up the pieces anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, and it goes back to despair. It's a I lot mean, to take on. It's a it's lot. It's a big, it's a, yeah, <laughs> that's a big, well, yeah, that's what that's I, a big responsibility. I don't know who Thanos, Thanos thought he was the whole time. He's just like, I need to fix this. And yeah. like, he's like, yeah, I think you described him last time we talked as the and Bernie it, Sanders. Um, yeah. He's <laughs> like, no one else is going to do <laughs> it. No one else is going to do it. And I, you know, he's like, I got a plan. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, he's that, um, it's wild even during that battle scene like I just mentioned like the um, you know the, the, the Peter Parker hug scene and just like there's a, it's it's so cool when they're able to put in you know we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones in a couple episodes but like when they find ways where it's just not war and they're like actually finding ways to build story and and, and, and you know make these impactful moments within the heat of battle. I always think that's that's something that doesn't come easy and it's it yeah. really hits home. Um, Black Widow is something we you talked about how we weren't completely sure we liked about how this goes, but like I think her passing, if you will, is kind of overlooked after what you know, losing Iron Man. But that's um that's a big character that was that was killed off, and like I'm not definitely the biggest female character. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there is a Black Widow movie being made. Yeah, which is funny. Now I'm so assuming that's a prequel. It's got to be a prequel. I mean, it's either that or some sort of revival situation. But it's got it's kind of odd to think of her I mean, going when did she back. Ca- right when did now. she come out? Iron Man Two. Is that what she? First Avengers. No, she was. She, she was came out before yes, Avengers. Yeah, yes, I think Iron Man too. Okay, okay, that sounds right. Which is a long one. I yeah. mean, she's been in a lot of. She, them. I was gonna say she's been. She's kind of been tying uh, one of those, you know, the, uh, you know, ties that bind throughout this whole thing. Yeah, and, like been there the whole time. She's actually, and you can see a lot on this has actually stepped up into like a leadership role in a lot of ways too. I could have seen her being someone who, you know, took. The remainder of the Avengers, and you know, been one of the leaders and right. the whole thing. So it was it was interesting to see her go. I'm curious what to see. I, I, I mean, I really I, I enjoyed her character a whole bunch, and yeah. So she was rest in peace, uh, Black Widow, mm. along with uh, Iron Man. But so the other big one that um, that they focused on a lot was uh, was Cap, and and kind of his conclusion was pretty interesting where yeah he, uh, I dug how he goes back I and, did too because I mean his you know his life being taken from him being uh, you know frozen the way he was and just, he did I mean his his um, you know love for um, uh, what's her name I can't think of it right now um, 
Agent Carter. Is Agent Carter? Yeah. Absolutely. It was 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 authentic, completely real. Yeah, and it was it was nice to see. That yeah, it was he, a nice that was a nice moment when yeah. they just cut to them uh, dancing at the end there. Yeah, totally. Um, it was, and um, that was a good that was a good way for him to get at, to for Evans to get out of his contract. Just yeah, like, yeah he's like, done. He was. He was, was <laughs> you just kind of watching it. You're just like, all right, yeah. yeah it's like, kill me off. Yeah, you're out of your contract. Yeah. Now going off and fall in love out of the contract. Yes. Get thrown over this cliff out of the contract. But I mean, she's apparently coming back. So, mm-hmm. and Thor's definitely coming back for uh, as Guardians of the Galaxy. As Guardians which of the Galaxy is, uh, is the thing. Sign me up for that one. Yeah, absolutely. Would he? Him? Him? And I, I, I'm sure they felt it uh, for Infinity War. I mean, him with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Just him and Chris work. Pratt. Just that work. that yeah. is hilarious. That's that that situation they have. Do you know there is? Actually, uh, a comic book that I, I, is as Guardians of the Galaxy. I did, um, yes. Nebula's the villain in it. Um, it, it. It occurs after uh, it's set in a time and place where the Guardians break up. It's got um, Thor's sister, and it. it's Angela, her Thor's sister, Valkyrie's Valkyrie. in it. Uh, Throg. Um, the Rock. The Rock. Uh, the Rock, dude. Yes. Uh, but the one I really think is interesting is the Destroyer. It's an animated suit of Asgardian armor that's kind of like, you know, given life. He's, right. one of, he's one of the characters. So there is an Asgardian. But it's not, yeah, but it's not, I mean, they made reference in the, at the end of it, that said, like, the, well, he says Asgardians yeah. of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh wait, this is, it's like this a completely like a different comic yep. with like all different characters. yeah. yeah. No, but the so, other ones are Scourge and Kevin Masterson. I, yeah, Kevin Masterson. They, they, even like when I looked up Kevin Masterson, because I don't know it. Pardon, pardon me, pardon my nerd, but uh, it just I don't. I went down a weird little hole, and it kept relating to other Mastersons. I'm not sure exactly what's going on there. Um, but if Guardians, of, the next Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, it has Thor in it. And he's, he's a central theme. Besides, all in. I mean, they they're going to. They have to find Gamora. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're setting that up. Yeah. That's please. dope. I'm all for it. I, I love Guardians. Are so fun to me. I yeah. just find that is hell yeah such um, uh, a release. Um, what else? What CGI else? CGI in those movies is so good. So good. So. It, these the Marvel movies have completely captivated me mm-hmm. in terms of their CGI uh, well, depict paintings of space. I was going to say this because you, you know, and I, I agree with this. I mean, like, less CGI the better. Anytime anytime you see something where there's, like, no CGI and they're just killing it, yeah. and, like, you're just like, yo, no CGI. Yeah. So much CGI in right. these things. And, like, in you know, I know it hasn't worked for you in, like, the Star Wars movies or anything. But it works here. They've, it made, does, it, they've yeah. made it look, even when it's like cartoony, like, I mean, uh, you know, the face things they've done with, with Hulk that they've done with um, Thanos that they, they did with Chris Evans' face, they did with, like, Iron Man yeah. being skinny. I don't, like, just, it's amazing. Uh, it is uh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, I do like it. I mean, uh, in terms of what I, my preferences for action movies, yeah. I will take a, like, a solid Mission Impossible Fallout mm. Mad Max Fury Road yeah. over this sort of shit. That is more... Fury Road, I need to rewatch Fury Road. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, that's exhilarating because yeah. you're... Like, that's really putting people's lives on the line. Yeah. Some of the stunts that you're doing. Uh, yeah, I know you're still doing that with, green, with a lot of green screen shit. Yeah. And they are doing, like, big stunts and whatnot. But yeah. 
Uh, I definitely think the tapestry that they're creating uh, is just, it's magnificent to watch. I mean, Voromir, mm. the, 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 uh, the, the uh, landscape mm-hmm. of Voromir mm-hmm. is just fucking brilliant. Yep. Like when, I, I loved it in the first uh, Infinity mm-hmm. War, uh, and they and they recreate it again in, in Endgame when Hawkeye wakes up after he gets oh, the, the water. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, like it's, it's like in the first one, I I always like reference it as Thanos is waking up from a bad acid trip mm. and receiving the the uh, the Soul Stone, mm-hmm. and it's just got this like crazy orange background yeah. with this this black like kind of crescent moon mm-hmm. in the background, like eclipsing the sun. Yep. It I seems mean, like a spiritual place. Dude, it big seems, time. Yeah. Um, and that's like, can't be done just shooting practically on any place on the planet. That mm. has to be done in a computer. So yeah. so in, in, in instances like this, I do think that, you know, CGI works yeah. better yeah. Than, than practical effects. Yeah, there's no way to even create that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, it just can't exist in, 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 in film. Yeah. Not for... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think it shit looks great mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so does you know we deal with uh, Tony's passing at the end, and there's this um, funeral, um, you know, where they show this proof that Tony has a heart, and there's all these people there. Did you notice the kid that nobody knew? There's that one kid that nobody knew. This is a weird thing. That wait, they well, wait. There's one kid. So they go, they do that like side, yeah, yeah, side yeah, yeah, shot. Yeah, it's going, yeah. they, they focus on one kid that like nobody knew. Like I, I even saw people and like everyone kind of lean over to each other. Like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Focus on one kid. The kid at the end that nobody knew is named Harley. He's just, I, I find this to be such a unique decision that they made. He's just the kid from Iron Man 3. That, who helped a to- like when Tony was like on the run, he stranded. He helped reactivate his armor while he's on the run. Oh god! <laughs> like what a str- what a unique yeah. decision. Like they like especially Iron Man three, which is fucking which is, garbage. It's, just, it's, it's definitely not the be- one of the best of yeah. the MCU universe. But like I don't know, and I looked it up. I I, I kept digging. I'm like, there's got to be something. Even the quotes that the guys. Um, the Russos were saying, we're just like, yeah, you affected Tony. Like, not even made, felt impactful enough right. for him to be there, which is so it's so weird. So, this is, it's unique, the decisions that um, that they make. But, um, uh, oh, yeah, but um, we should talk about what we were saying before we started recording about the, uh, the, the plot hole mm. in the uh, time travel with uh, Thanos yeah, coming the- back. Yeah, the, t- the I think if just the way they set up the time thing, it can uh, it can be picked apart. And I'll give an example. Yeah, the Thanos thing. I need to think about that a little more because it felt like Nebula had a big deal, like when they attacked the Avengers. Just for for our listeners, uh, we were we were discussing when Thanos returns to Earth when he comes to Earth with his warships and they bomb the shit out of. Uh, the Avengers headquarters. How did they? How did they get all the warships? How did Thanos get his army to Earth in that time period? Were they? Was that happening? Were they experiencing that time frame in Thanos's current time frame, or did Nebula bring back Thanos, or bring Thanos forward? 
from 2014 to, I guess, 2019. So the way I have to look at it is things were affected the minute that Nebula's, you know, circuital cross between the now and the 2014 thing, altering that timeline to the point where they were moving forward in a different way, Mm -hmm. meaning towards that situation where they went and came and found them when they came back to attack them. Right. But it's definitely, it's, you know, there's, they played with it a little loosely, and I can give you one more example that I think I find very fascinating is Cap at the end, when he shows up. Cap goes uh, back in time. They, um, he couldn't have just gone uh, back, you know, get married, and then, you know, just move forward in because he's going to into an alternate timeline at that point and so him moving forward so when you find him at the bench him to come back to that moment he would have had to time travel to that moment using whatever the you know the the picks or something like that he wasn't in that you do you know what i'm saying yeah like so it's it's funny like in I mean, Bucky seemed to know something, too. It's like they had a conversation. So I remember Bucky's like, you should go talk to him. And that's another thing we haven't talked about yet is how the shield has been passed. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. So, so, that, is, he, so, is, he, so is Anthony Mackie the new uh, Captain that, America? Yeah, I'm very curious if they're going to roll with that. That's, right. that, that. That seemed like they were clearly setting that up. Right. But, yeah, so... Yeah, he just couldn't have been sitting there if he did go back in time to that... Thing. He had Joe time travel to that moment and like set up to it. I, right. I, I guess. I right. Know. So, so the time thing is definitely very unique, and I, I, I think if you were to look at it, um, you know, under under a microscope, you can rip it apart a mm. little bit. Um, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe they did. You know, they've been working on this for a while. Maybe maybe they had like maybe team, I'm misunderstanding. They had a team of quantum physicists like working around the clock <laughs> yeah, to yeah. make sure that it was that it was airtight. I'm sure we've said a few things that some nerds on the other side of this are like you're fucking missing out on this. Right. <laughs> you're missing out on that. Definitely. And, well, you know, and this, that also does happen. And we're doing it. This was just uh, uh, you know fresh off the heels of of it. You know, I've I've, I've done. A little bit of reading on it, but right. not much. You, I don't think you've done any. I mean, yeah, man, I didn't get enough sleep last night because yeah. I went to this fucking thing at eleven o'clock at I night. Went to I went to see Endgame at eight in the morning uh, on the Damn. same day that we had set up to go see Apocalypse Now, the final cut the, mm-hmm. that, at, at the Tribeca Film Festival, and. Just FYI, that's uh, uh, gonna be our next episode. We're definitely gonna be talking about yeah. Parkinson's now. I can't fucking wait. We saw the final cut um, with Francis Ford Coppola. With Francis there. Ford, they trotted out uh, an old, old, old Robert Duvall who still, still screamed. Charlie, Charlie don't surf. surf. And uh, uh, Soderbergh did um, the Q and A with uh, uh, Coppola. It was just, it was remarkable to revisit that. So that'll be coming. So. That is all. I did it all on the same day that the battle went night. You were by, you had a stacked day. That those three by the end of it, I was so exhausted. I'm trying to digest all three. I was just like piecing together everything. I mean, Apocalypse Now just blew my mind just as much as yeah. as, as like it was like seeing it for the first time hell in a while. Yeah. It, it, seeing yeah, that on the big screen, hell yeah, it, it absolutely uh, floored me. Before we. Really start wrapping up. Um, we got to talk about Stanley. Stanley's cameo was kind of fun this time. Yeah, so that was his last one, I guess. That was right? his last one, I guess. Yeah. So I, you know what? I'm kind of hoping. You know how in um, 
what is it, Rogue One, where they, like, you know what they could do now, like, bringing back, like, young Leia, or, like, they did right. it with a general, I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, I know. But, saying. I mean, just, like, Stanley doesn't not have to be, and if, like, the Marvel Universe keeps going, I guess it's inauthentic. I just like to see some sort of Stanley Lee shout I'm sure out. as long as the, the estate of Stanley is still getting those yeah. paychecks for yeah. it, they're fine with it. So he was, uh, like, kind of like a hippie-type dude in the car, in the sticker, uh, on the car said enough said which was I guess something that he you know was like a motto of his mm-hmm. in some way but so yeah that was cool there was a couple other cameos we talked about Joe Russo as the meth fan there was um the Russos worked on some uh, uh the community um sitcom which was a lot of fun and Ken Young was in it you bet I did Nicole see Ken Young in it yeah, yeah. and uh you bet Nicole Brown was in it too they were both two community stars but so um what's next for the MCU there's uh Spider-Man Far From Home is coming out in July. With Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio. Okay. Yep. Um, the one that I'm interested in is the writers of uh, Endgame and Infinity War want to do Secret Wars. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, they, and they do you want... have some information on Secret Wars right there? Uh, yeah. I mean, so I kind of like heard about it and then I went into a wiki hole about it and uh, are, do you know the super... I, I'm familiar with it ex- so it's, it's existence yeah so it's like a huge like I don't know 12 comic mm. book arc and it's uh, there's and apologize in advance to the comic book nerds for not knowing you're my, better my, than my this, lore us. you're better than us yes. um, but uh, there's a there's a guy in space called the Beyonder mm. who takes a group of superheroes and a group of supervillains superheroes include the Avengers Fantastic Four oh. X-Men and they put them we gotta get Fantastic and, Four right first yeah <laughs> right <laughs> Um, We're even close to right. And uh, they put them on two different planets. And then the villains are like, Dr. Doom is like one of the main villains. Love Doom. I yeah. Um, I think like Dr. Octopus in there, uh, Magneto, like all, like wow. everyone. It's wow. a huge cast. And they put them in, they put, they, the Beyonder puts them into two planets where they have to have like gladiatorial type fights. Fuck. So apparently it's like, twice as long as Infinity mm. Gauntlet. Um, I think it would be, from what I gather... Sounds fucking epic. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they kind of look at this and just like, look, this worked for us. Yeah. It's spanning this across 10 years. Yep. Let's reboot the whole fucking franchise. Yep. Now that... I mean, does, does Disney own the rights to X-Men now? Is like X-Men under... Marvel is Dark Phoenix coming out under Marvel now? That's because a good right for for a while it was Sony. Yeah, yeah, totally. That was that was like inhibiting even the Spider Man crossover. Right, wasn't, wasn't able to happen. Um, the fact that it has says something. So, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm sure Disney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disney will get it. They'll get it. They'll get it. <laughs> we'll all be like, I love that idea. You know what? You just kind of gave me because like there was there is a little bit of despair. Um, you know, again to harken back to Thrones, like. As excited as I am to see these next three episodes pan out, I'm also like, oh, that sucks. But, I mean, you're talking about, like, the nerd universe just, it doesn't end. There was a point, yeah. like, where, like, 
I was like, man, you know, after Lord of the Rings came out, like, man, what's going to be as epic as that? Or like, you know, right. like they, they're always, and people are yeah. saying, I can hear them saying about Game of Thrones, like, fuck, this is ending. Like, no, it's not. No, no well, it's and there'll be more not. too. But there's like, there's going to be like, fucking prequels like, out the ass. And there's just going to be so much more of everything. Like, there's just the, here, here. Here's a good sentence: Secret Wars introduced the character Beyonder, who was a cosmic entity that transported several heroes and villains to a planet referred to as the Battle World. Oh. Get me to the battle world. Yeah. So it's dope. like, I mean, just like this. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. I just showed me an image, and there's about seventy-five different <laughs> different characters on it. Oh, that's yeah. dope. Yeah, man. I mean, everything uh, that I've read about it is kind of fucking bonkers. Yeah. Uh, and I th- and I think it's. I mean, compared to like the Infinity mm. Infinity Gauntlet uh, series. I think it's like three times as big, so I think they want to tackle it's, something that's yeah. like and, and has just more, knowing, long, more longevity. Yeah, and uh, I think now they—I I mean, I would just say they—they they have a fucking br- blueprint. Yeah, for how they did this work. one yeah. and that it succeeded. I mean, if you look back to all the like the clues, all the, all the Easter eggs, mm. foreshadowing. I mean, like, in the first Iron Man, I think in, like, one of the maps in the background, there's something on, like, Vibranium in Wakanda. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, insane foresight so to well be like, yeah, just to be like, you know, maybe in eight years we'll make a fucking Black Panther yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, so I think knowing that that kind of works and knowing that yeah. there's an audience that just made, like, $1.2 billion yeah, for that's this. that's another thing, too. Just, like, you know, money talks. And, like, there's, you know... They, I mean, and also being a comic book fan, um, I mean, there's no shortage of, of source material. Right. I mean, there's just so many different storylines that can be explored that are um, probably just as thrilling as anything that had to do with the Infinity Stones. Right. There's just, you know, so many ways to do it. The technology's there. The whole thing. Anything else, Brian? No, I'm good, man. I think we're good. I think it was, um, you know, I think we, put, we 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 gave some credit to this this final chapter in this um, MCU uh, series, this run, this 22 movie jaunt. So um, that's cool. So obviously we'll be back soon. Talking uh, apocalypse now. It's gonna get crazy, but uh, and Game of Thrones and Thrones is three weeks. Soon. Yeah, absolutely. We're we'll do some more. Soon. We'll do some more listener podcast uh, episodes. A lot more fun to be had. So thank you so much for joining the party. This podcast is in the loop. The Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.
Welcome to the 